Welcome to Bigger Than You, the podcast to help you go from overwhelm, self-doubt and scarcity in your business to the calm, grounded and unshakably confident version of you that's going to bring your vision to life. You've got a mission and a purpose that's bigger than you and your limiting stories and beliefs. So let's get you out of your own way. I'm Jenna Holloway, your host and multi-award winning intuitive hypnotherapist and mindset coach. Expect to hear game-changing perspective shifts on how to align your subconscious mind with your boldest goals and will unlock the power of energetics, infusing it into every aspect of your life and business for maximum impact. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me again. Um, today I have a wonderful guest for you and oh I'm just so excited because I was just having this conversation with Sam about how I love to bring guests on the show who are experts in stuff that I do not know much about and bring them to you too so that we can open like the doors to knowing and understanding more that we just don't know about at the moment and how that can help us right help us in our lives and help us in our business so i have brought to you today samantha selby she is known as the astrological energy healer and channel for star goddess activation she's the creator of astro energetics which is a unique system that combines the ancient art of astrology with modern day psychology and vibrational energy healing Sam helps the plate juggling women and the ones who really make the world go round to lead a more spiritually aligned life, to recognize themselves as the goddess that they truly are. And Sam knows that using the power of planets, energy healing, and your inner guidance system, you can take the inside track in your life and business, following your soul pathway to the next level of soul ascension alongside human level, health, wealth, and happiness. Welcome, Sam. Oh, thank you for having me, Jenna. It's um, it's an absolute pleasure to come and uh, chat with you and uh, and your listeners. Yeah. So just before we hit record, I was just um, telling Sam. She, I've actually been on her podcast, and before we hit record, Sam did. Do you call it a reading? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. An energy blueprint reading. She did an energy blueprint reading for me, and I was frantically making notes of all the things that she was saying. Um, and then we recorded the podcast and I was just telling her the story of how I tidied my desk the other day and found the notes from that day. And something that I wrote down then, which didn't massively resonate at the time since, I think it's been about maybe two months, something like that, not long, but has since really, really resonated. As I saw that, I was like, whoa, I took a photo and texted it to one of my friends. And that was be the pioneer. And I really feel like something has shifted in the last few months that I um I I feel like that more and more in my business. So yes, I think um how are we gonna do this? Sam, first of all, please can you tell us what can your knowledge do for the business owner, the female business owner? Oh man. Right, well, so much, but fundamentally, when we explore our relationship with ourselves it ripples out into all areas of our life, particularly our business. We can show up as the person that we are here to be when we know who that person is. So your energy blueprint, your natal chart in astrology is a snapshot of your energetic makeup, your, think about it like your archetypal makeup. I talk about this as like having your, your inner boardroom. This is a snapshot of what you've come in with in this lifetime to 
to embody, but also to develop and to evolve into. So imagine that at that moment of your birth, the universe took a photograph of your energy system, your, your internal makeup. And that photograph, we interpret that from an astrology perspective as your natal chart. It looks quite pretty. It's a round circle and you've got little symbols all over it, which denote your planets. And your planets make up the archetypal energy, energetic imprint of your inner boardroom. So your sun is your CEO. Your sun is the energy that you are becoming. Um, your sun is your spirit. It is your vitality. Uh, your moon is your body, your unconscious. Um, your moon is everything you do automatically. It's emotions. Mercury is your thoughts, how you um, communicate with the world, how you observe the world, how you learn, how you write, how you teach, how you absorb, how you connect. Venus is your heart energy. That's how you experience relationships. It's the style that you re experience relationships in. It is the energy that you use to manifest, to attract. Um, you know, and in business, we want to attract your ideal client. And um, so understanding how your heart energy, your Venus works, enables us to communicate with our clients using our Mercury energy. Our messaging, we do that through our Mercury energy. Our Mars is our action taking, it's our passion, it's our drive. And what we want is all of these, almost like ducks in a row. So we, we need to know who we are, what our, our core identity, um, our sun and our moon, um, our mercury, our mind, how we think, how we learn, our heart, how we feel, how we attract, our Mars, our action taking. And if these are all what we call in alignment, as in they're speaking the same language and they're working together, then everything starts to become easier. Mm -hmm. Then we have Jupiter, which is our beliefs, our visions, our abundance, our, um, you know, how we, Jupiter is like the architect. So how we make plans. And then Saturn is our, he's the master builder. So we can take all, we can do all of these things, know ourselves, how we approach, how we think, how we communicate, how you show up on social media is all Mercury. Um, we can have a fabulous vibration. Um, you know, our heart energy is open. We are, um, you know, we relate to others. We, we create connection and relationships and we can take action at Mars. And then we can dream and we can vision and we can grow. But what we really need is Saturn, who is the master builder, who lands all of this into reality. So these being your personal planets are kind of what I call your inner boardroom. And they will talk to each other. And sometimes they have arguments. <laughs> so sometimes they don't get on. Um, and this can show up in our lives where perhaps we find we struggle with procrastination. You know, we can't, we've got these fabulous ideas. You know, we're really feeling into it, but we can't get it off the ground. You know, we procrastinate. We go and clean the toilet um, instead of, you know, sending that email. And this will be all connected to, to your Mars energy. And it may be that when you came in, when you landed into this existence, your, your natal chart showed that there was perhaps something called a, a square or opposition between perhaps your Mars and another planet. And what this does is it creates internal tension. So I'm just using Mars as an example creates internal tension. So even though we might say we want to do something, it can feel as if we're pulled. Um, we're, you know, it's, it's difficult for us. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard work. And what this means is we have to understand how these two parts of us are working. 
and almost like give them their own space to speak at the boardroom table because mm. invariably you know we want to experience everything we possibly can in life but sometimes our life experiences what we've experienced growing up trauma um you know belief systems that are created from our experiences they layer onto our existing um our existence personality and and then this starts to add or exacerbate things that perhaps were already there and when we know who we are which is what astrology is all about astrology is about knowing who you are and then moving from that and entering into the possibility of what you can become so i say um you know astrology is actually the energy of possibility because nothing is set in stone nothing about you is permanent we can all change we can all evolve and we can all grow and when you know where you've started and then bring out the juiciness of yourself where you can i talk about this as like following your soul pathway um and this shows up in your in your natal chart um when you when you bring this into your business everything becomes a lot easier mm. so rather than pushing to try and do something in a particular way um you it's like oh, okay my my mars doesn't work like that my mercury doesn't work like that um you know, my 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 venus feels more comfortable in in this in this way and so things become easier your life flows and all of this comes back to the understanding of yourself and and how you can then work with your energy as opposed to trying to push the boulder up the hill mm. does that help jenna to, to kind of um give a little overview yeah it really does and do you know what came through as i was listening it might be really fun might put you on the spot a little bit so say no say no if you don't want to but you've got my natal chart there and yeah. and I, I think to help people really get what you've just said yeah. would be to use an example and like you've got my natal chart there so if you look at my natal chart and maybe say what you see and I can say yes that resonates because and and see how what's on the chart really does reflect either the things I've experienced or the resistance I found or, or anything like how's that yeah. sound absolutely absolutely okay so I do have your chart in front of me um so let's just start with the things that can feel a little bit of a challenge for you sometimes so you have um so we're looking we're looking at your your son um so your son is in scorpio okay so um there is a an emphasis in your chart in your fourth house so when we talk about um houses they're areas of life so your fourth house you have four planets in your fourth house so you have mercury the sun saturn and uranus so in this incarnation there is an emphasis in your life around family um your home and the feeling safe feeling um feeling secure in the foundation of your life so this is something that is is going to be important to you um now how difficult or easy that is um is 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 kind of in the in the ether but there is a focus for you around your family the family you create the family that you come from they, there will be themes showing up in your life in this in this area um throughout your life because you've got four planets here there's a there's a focus there 
Yes. Does that resonate, my love? 100%, yeah. Like I had a conversation this morning um, with a client and I said, I know that I could be going so much faster in my business, but I absolutely refuse to do anything that isn't aligned. And to me, my values are freedom. And my girls took, I took so long to get my girls that they're now here. They are my everything. So freedom to be present with them, freedom to um, build a business my way, freedom to enjoy my life now whilst I build my business. So yeah, like the family, you know, they're my why, they are at the heart of everything. So yeah, that really does resonate strongly. And so you have Saturn in your fourth house as well. So Saturn can show where there can be restrictions, where things can be hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturn as, as a planet, he is he sometimes get a bit of a bad rap because uh, it's like, oh, Saturn, it's all about responsibility. You know, he, he's known as a heavyweight planet. He's, he's, he's the time Lord. Um, he teaches us about time. And wherever Saturn sits in our, in our chart, we have to work a bit harder. So success is, is available, but we have to put the work in. We have to play by the rules. One of the seven stages of Saturn. We have to take responsibility. We have to be determined. Uh, we have to know when to have a reality check. Um, we, we have to ex- we experience Saturn. And Saturn, uh, when we first um, kind of experience this energy, it can feel very heavy mm-hmm. um, so we have what we call a saturn cycle so up until the age of 29 you are experiencing saturn for the first time so this is when we have to learn about authority and um we have to learn you know to, to take responsibility we're learning all of these things and then at 29 we have a saturn return and this is a time in our lives where we we kind of perhaps question you know where am i what am i doing and then you have a, a second Saturn return round about the ages of 58. And all of this is building on your experiences. But Saturn in the fourth house can indicate that there may be, um, there's, there's hard work here. But mm. it does also show that when you put that work in, then success and the feeling of kind of, yes, this is, I, I've made it. It's kind of, it's, it's also the scene of our, our, busy, our biggest, biggest success. So Saturn here, you know, you said it, it was a hard work for you to, to get your family, your girls. And, and that would be an indication of, of Saturn. Um, when I, I look at your chart, some of the things that can feel perhaps a little bit pointy. Um, so you have, uh, you have Mercury conjunct your sun. So Mercury's at 19 degrees Scorpio, your sun is at 21 degrees. And this means that you were born at a time when Mercury was slowing down coming towards a conjunction to the sun and so mercury is the uh, one of the fastest moving moving planets outside of the moon um, in our in our heavens um, and so mercury moves quite quickly mercury is our mind um, your mind with a mercury in scorpio wants to get to the bottom it's a detective you're going to go deep um, you it's an inquiring mind it's a focused mind but it's going to go really down under the surface almost like it's the detective mercury in scorpio is the detective and your mercury is conjunct uh, your sun uh, you also have pluto um, at seven degrees and venus at seven degrees so you have all of all in scorpio so you have a stellium of planets in scorpio 
So scorpionic themes are really strong in your in your chart. Scorpio is about transformation. It's about getting to the root. It's focus. It's intensity. Um, Scorpio is also uh, psychic and uh, spiritual awareness. And um, so there's an awareness of of other things of communicating in different ways. Uh, Pluto uh, conjunct your your Venus. So this may this can indicate that your heart energy, your Venus, is really wrapped up in um, empowerment, so personal empowerment, because it's in Scorpio. But there also may be um, fears, hidden fears, uh, that might restrict your heart energy. Might It might be hard for you to trust. There may be um, elements of betrayal um, with Pluto conjunct your, your Venus. Now, the other side of this is on the other side of a of a healing of your heart, the other side of um, really going through that Pluto experience, your Venus is empowered by Pluto. So this can create a really powerful manifesting um, using your your heart energy, your heart vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, does that resonate, my love? Yes, it resonates so much. Um, everything you were saying about deep diving like all I could hear in my mind was subconscious I want to get to the root cause like I see things showing up for people and I'm like yeah that's happening because this is going on at the root cause and the subconscious and then you said about um the intuitive thing like everything I do is intuitive and how my business has evolved so much because I've listened to my intuition the whole the whole time um and then there was something else but I can't remember but essentially, yes, it, like it felt like you were describing my business, my why, um, and yeah, my my kind of my mission, why I'm here on this planet to do what I'm doing. Mm, absolutely, your Mercury conjunct your Sun can mean that your your mind and your identity. So your Sun is the energy we're becoming. So our spirit and our vitality. Yours, imagine your Sun, your vitality energy has got a, a Scorpionic cloak on. Scorpio can be dark and mysterious, intense. You know, it's very focused. It's, um, I described it the other day. She's either, you know, a, um, you know she's either a, a powerful witch or she's a dominatrix. Um, you know, there's that, there's, a, there's an intensity there, but it's, it's focused and it's, you know, it's powerful. So Mercury can conjunct the sun can mean that our mind, um, our mind and who we are, it's like we, we can't separate them. You know, our thoughts are very uh, intrinsically linked into to who we are. But this, my feeling is this really adds to what you do within your work um, mm-hmm. because it is that, it's like you laser in. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this is, this is Scorpio energy. Um, one thing to just be aware with Mercury, um, this close conjunct to the sun, Mercury was slowing down um, at the time of uh, uh, your birth. So Mercury was coming up to a Mercury retrograde period. So he wasn't Mercury, he wasn't retrograde. Uh, oh, hold on a second, let me just zoom in. No, Mercury is retrograde. Sorry, Mercury uh, was retrograde. So I had to they do tiny, tiny little um, um, symbols on here. So Mercury was retrograde at the point of your um, of your birth. Now, this is actually a superpower for you because whenever Mercury turns retrograde in the heavens, which is today (laughs) so um as we're recording this podcast today mercury is about to turn retrograde in capricorn and so this means for you exploring things uh internally is natural for you 
also mercury retrograde periods like your mercury energy goes yes i can do this and you know everyone else is going oh my god mercury made, made me do it mercury retrograde made me do it your mercury is actually no i can i can turn inwards i can use my mind internally i can renew i can revitalize i can revisit your you have a natural um way of working in this way now there is a, a caveat with this what you might find um is that the monkey mind can be a little bit monkeying around um so it's just an awareness that because your mercury is conjunct your sun your mind and your thoughts could have a tendency to spiral um in a in a way where it's internally focused now i know with your work you have done extensive training you really understand the unconscious um so you no doubt use your own techniques that you uh support your clients with with yourself but that may have been something that was perhaps that bubbled up for you when you were longer, younger before you uh, trained and you know what you know now would, would that be true jenna yeah definitely like the thing that springs to mind was um when i was going through all the fertility treatment and um having miscarried like the next time i got pregnant that anxiety of you know is history going to repeat itself was just so intense um and yeah like it just it it, it made me who i am today it made me gave me that ability to surrender because i literally couldn't do anything else but yeah that 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 period was was super intense with the with those kind of what if thoughts um yeah. but 100% not not a thing these days because of the work that I do like I, I'm able to just have the really strong mindset myself so it's yeah. really cool and this is where so things can show up in the natal chart but they're not set in stone and that you know what you've shared that it's like because this would be something looking at your chart would be this would this is what I would say um you know, this could be but and you've said yeah that that did happen i did get that spiral but and this is why you know a natal chart is a snapshot it isn't set in stone so we can use and we can learn different ways to um support ourselves um you use hypnotherapy i use energy healing um and what you've done and you've actually used some of the resources in your in your chart so your mind being this focus this ability to go into the unconscious i'm going to talk about your moon in a little bit um you've used that to actually help a part of your chart that could have been that's a you know a sticking point for you you know the, the spiraling negative mind and and this is why i love combining astrology and as i said i combine it with energy healing um but combining it with a modality that enables change and transformation means that you can then use the juiciness of a, a chart placement as opposed to its perhaps shadow expression D does that make sense yeah 100 percent. like you you're able to use the chart to show up what's going on for somebody and what they need to work on but without you the energy healing side you're like okay see you later and they're going to go invest in somebody else like you're like you can say this is what's going on for you and i can help you that was, that was going to be my next my next question like how do you go about how does that knowledge help like a business owner ongoing okay so we can work ongoing with it with a natal chart in really two different ways so 
if someone was coming to me and they're like, this is where I'm struggling in my business, um, you know, perhaps procrastination is a thing or, you know, I, I, when I go to sell and I, 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 I put my prices out, it kind of it starts to go wonky and I stutter over my my pricing um, or, you know, maybe they're, they're struggling to attract new clients. We would look at their natal chart and see where they might be. And I call it energetic wonkiness. Um, so opposition squares. So this is where parts of your boardroom are maybe ignoring each other or having a little argument. Um, so in your chart, you have uh, Mars square your sun. So your Mars is in Aquarius, your sun is in uh, Scorpio. So your sun is your vitality, it's your energy, it's your consciousness. Mars is how you take action, it's your drive, it's your passion. Mars is the energy we use to get off the sofa. Um, Mars is the energy that we use you know, to do anything, to take action. Now, they're squaring each other. So your sun in uh, Scorpio wants the depth. You know, it wants to go underneath. It wants to go deep. It wants an emotional um, outcome. It's, you know, sun in Scorpio is about the depth and the transformation. Mars in Aries, Mars in Aries will take action for uh, humanity. Mars is, Mars is in an air sign. Uh, sun is in a, a water sign. So your vitality, your energy is fueled by expressing your Scorpio sun, the depth, the intensity, but it is deep. Martin Aquarius is about, it's about being out there. It's about community. It's about humanity. It's Martin Aries will take action if it's for the good of the, the world, humanity, all of those things. So they challenge each other because your Scorpio sun wants depth. It wants to go deep into the emotional abyss. Mars in Aries is not concerned with that. So although they, they can work together, it's understanding that your Mars in Aquarius, you will take the action if it's for the good of humanity, but you get your vitality and your, your energy is fueled and fed when you are going into that intense depth. So when you understand that these two parts of you they kind of, they, they want the same thing, but they're going to go about it in a different way. So it can feel like a little bit, what well, we, I talk about it as like a poke. So it, it's like, oh, so it's understanding that if you want to take action, have the goal to help your humanity, but know that you will need your son, your vitality will need to be able to express that depth and that, that emotional depth and that emotional exploring. And when you can do that, it's like, Ah, right. I can now take the action because my Mars goal will do it for humanity, but I must I must address my my son's need for that emotional connection and that depth. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, it does, and I'm able to do that. Like I am so such an open book in like the podcast and with my clients and whenever like I just I just yeah put it all out there like this is what's going on in my life this is how I'm handling it just as a way to kind of like show that art how I embody what I embody and show others the way you know that it is possible to have a business that is successful but not from a place of stress and strain and to like be present with my family like it's possible to hold all of these things in a light and fun way and I know that I can communicate that 
in a way that feels really good and really easy because I've done the work like I I've done that work on myself to not have a fear of visibility or a fear of not being liked or all of those things um there's definitely something I've worked on since I started my business and so with my clients when I'd look at their natal chart and then we would bring in the the energy healing so I use a, a muscle test a whole body sway and by seeing where the the challenges might be we can then explore using the muscle test when that uh, misfiring in your energy system was created so mm. one of the things again with your square between your mars and your um your sun and um, so and this is really interesting when you talked about i will not compromise my family for my my work now your mars is in the sixth house which is what we do every day so our sixth house is our daily health our routines you know our health and wellness how we how we go about our daily life it's everything you do from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed it's the structure of your work and there is a square and this is shows up so a square between your mars and your sun in the fourth house um so when this is uh this showing up this is literally in action where you're like i am not compromising my family for the for what i do so sixth house is also the what we do in our business so our tenth house is our career the legacy we're going to leave behind but our sixth house is the actual practicalities of it so mars in the sixth house you will take action in your daily life but not if it compromises your fourth house son so mm -hmm. that shows up in your choice like no not and so if there is a call for that you're it'll it'll feel wonky um, mm. because so squares can show up where also where we won't accept things and what i love jenna is when you describe you know i've done the work so i'm i'm not afraid of being visible and i would be curious whether how you settled that within your energy is to be that open honest and say no my home life will not be compromised by my by my day-to-day -day work which is sixth house and when you came to that and it became your truth things then right okay that's it it's easy now does does that resonate my love oh yes there is a very good story behind that and that's literally like why i do what i do now and so you know so i've said already that i had a long journey to get my girls long infertility journey and then you know we got them and I went back into teaching, which is the career that I was in then, um, and knew kind of, I could just feel, like I didn't have the language to describe it and articulate it back then, but I just felt that there was something else. I had a feeling, like I, I knew growing up that I wanted to be an entrepreneur one day, and I had no idea how that was ever going to come to come to light, because I thought that I was in teaching for my whole life. Like I was the keenest teacher, so committed, yada, yada, yada. Um, but then I had my girls and I went back, to teaching and it just fell off. I was like, I do not want to, um, what's the word? Uh, I didn't want to settle for being less committed in my teaching and therefore, I didn't want to like not be as good as I could be that I had been all that time. But I also didn't want to work anywhere near as hard because I, I had the girls that I'd finally, you know, wished for for so long. And I, I just wasn't available for feeling the way that I knew I would feel if I carried on. So I just, I left and, you know, found hypnotherapy. It was kind of, you know, looking back, like 
it was literally just put in my path the way it worked out. So I trained as a hypnotherapist, qualified. And by this point, my girls were around, well, between one and two. And one of them dropped their nap. And it was just, I found it so hard because I used that nap time to build my business. Um, and I found, I really found it so hard to, um, to, to deal with that. Like emotionally, I was like, I, I really want to work and you're not going to nap. And like that to me, when I realized that was going on emotionally for me, I was like, no way. Something is so off here. I've wanted these girls for so long. And here I am wishing you would go down for a nap so I could work. Whoa, no way. Like I'm the, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing in my business is to have the freedom to enjoy them and to be present with them and all of that. But I realized there was something going on that was deeper, that was causing me to feel that way. And so I did that inner work on myself. Luckily, by that point, you know, I was qualified hypnotherapist. I could do that work. And I reprogrammed that relationship with success, that success has to be hard work. Success has to come with struggle and strain. And or, or like, oh, I'm only worthy of success if I'm working extremely hard. Did that work and shifted it so that that's not the case anymore. And you know, I can put them, I can have the values, I can embody the values that I consciously want to embody. And it feels easy because the subconscious is aligned with what I want. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like that's that's where, where it all kind of turned. Yeah, and, and that's, and what's so powerful about that is you you used your, what you trained in, um, that you now so fabulously take out into the world for other bit, you, it was like, I'm going to look at my life and my values and I'm going to collapse down the internal programming that I have absorbed over time that we do around, you know, work has to be hard and success and all of this. And, and you change the outcome. And, you know, and we can we can sit on. I, I should imagine when if I was to look at that, what was happening in the heavens, in the transits, in the planets and um, at the time, no doubt there would have been something um triggering that that response and this leads me into what's happening for you this year and this is when we we recorded that podcast a little while ago um this was what i was speaking to uh, speaking to and in, in your natal chart so every we uh, any given moment of any of any day the planets in the heavens are moving um the moon most uh, is the fastest moving she moves sign every every two and a half days and she moves imagine her energy beaming down onto us here on earth this is why we have high tides this is also why emotions ebb and flow because of the movement of the moon we are 60 70 percent water something like that mm -hmm. um so our emotions are emotions rise and fall with the movement of the moon uh, it's really common for people to have disturbed sleep around the time of a full moon um a and e departments police departments and they will invariably report that there is a higher instance of emotionally driven, um, you know, accidents, incidents, things around the time of a full moon. More women go into labour ward um, or go into a hospital with suspected labour around a full moon. They don't all give birth around a full moon, but there's always a peak. Um, so the moon is really powerful. And this is why our energy can ebb and flow throughout the day um, and throughout over the course of a week. So we know that the planets are moving all the time. I mentioned earlier about Mercury turning retrograde today. So there's going to be a period of reflection for all of us. But Mercury cycles can also be used to get stuff done. 
um, and when we work with the planets, uh, our life opens up, so it's much easier. So all of the planets are moving and they beam their energy down onto us here on Earth. And this year for you, um, the North Node in the heavens is crossing the top of your North Node in your natal chart. So I'm just going to speak to this uh, for a little bit. Because and I just ask, this, is, this, is this this year as in what happened 2023 or what's about to happen 2024? So it's what's been happening um yeah. already so there's been a, some of this has been happening since july and it's going to continue throughout 2024 for all of us but it, this is specific for, for you because of your chart so the nodes uh, north and south nodes are in our natal chart they are what our soul is learning to do in this lifetime so your north node is in aries you are learning to be a pioneer you are learning to do things in your own way Okay, so there's a lot more to it, but these are the snapshots. In past lives, you have a Libran um, South Node. So in past lives and in other existences, you have dissolved into other people. You have lost your identity. You have done a lot for other people. You've been, you know, your focus has been others. In this lifetime with the North Node in Aries, you are here to, to be yourself, to know your identity, but you are here to bring that pioneering energy in, to be jenna just jenna with nothing else. it's like i'm jenna that's it um so but starting in january sorry july 2023 the nodes in the heavens began to move into aries and so the node in the heavens is going to cross your north node so what this means is um your north node is your soul pathway so you are learning as a soul to be a pioneer you've got to step out of your comfort zone of doing things with others um as you know within a relationship or you know having no identity um dissolving into others being mrs you know mr or mrs nice in this lifetime you are learning to be out front to be the pioneer so sometimes it can feel a little bit uncomfortable because you've not done it before but when we have transiting planets this part of you is activated and this is happening now it's happened it's been happening um and it is it's literally um as we speak um so the nose in the heavens you're having what we call a nodal return so opportunity opens up for you to step more into this role to stand up and say yep this is me to be to shine to be that pioneer to step out of your comfort zone opportunity will show up for you to expand your learning because it's all happening over the top of your ninth house your moon is conjunct your, your north node so we're also getting this this is an evolution of your unconscious so i would be curious whether there is something that you begin to develop over the coming months which whether it's teaching you teaching your own way of of um of using hypnotherapy whether you are whether you bring something else into your work um, but opportunity is opening up for you to step more and more into that energy of the pioneer and the universe is literally going here it is now the key to this is to notice any things bubble up where it feels uncomfortable to step out into that light um, a feeling of oh it's unsafe oh i need i need more emotional security um so opportunity will present itself. You have free will. You can choose to, to take that opportunity or not. But it's 
it's, it started in July as when the North Node moved into Aries. It will continue. It's intensifying right now as we speak. Um, so the North Node of the Heaven is 23 degrees at the moment. Your node is 20 degrees. So in the coming weeks and months, that node is going to cross your North Node. It's already coming across your moon. So there's that upgrade and opportunity and up leveling within your, uh, your own unconscious, um, your body, um, your emotions. And then as so when when any of us have a north node return uh it's like the elastic band comes off the back and you have the opportunity a real propulsion forward so mm -hmm. this will continue into um 2024 you what might bubble up for you is so car on the wounded healer is going to cross your north node and your moon so this is car in the heavens chiron um brings up energetic ouchiness so this is where the next level and layer of our evolution can can occur so when chiron crosses one of our planets in our natal chart it's personal this um, is going to happen chiron and the north node are going to conjunct over the top of your north node and and um the moon this is the beginning of 2024 um so uh february it's going to start to come in from january it's going to intensify in february so just be aware of um, any unconscious, there'll be unconscious beliefs bubbling up and you know what to do with those. Uh, mm -hmm. And the whole purpose of this is to create a quantum leap for you. So it might feel intense, but it is all about you stepping into more and more of that pioneer, that leadership energy being out in front. Imagine the, uh, so when the settlers went to America for the first time, and the pioneers they went where nobody had been before you know mm. they they and if we think of them in a in a positive light where they made friends with the indigenous tribes they you know they 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 went forward not knowing where they were going but with that inquisitiveness and that i want to explore yes. and it's really feeling into that as a as a way okay so how can i step into this more fully but mm. recognizing any anything that might bubble up around all oh, this doesn't feel safe or i need to do this with somebody else i need a I need a wingman in this lifetime you are learning and i'm underlining the learning you're learning that you can do it on your own you don't have to because you've had many lifetimes where you have created um real deep deep relationships and it's been a relationships lifetimes in the past in this lifetime you are bringing with you or the key to this is bringing the awareness that you can you've had many lifetimes of being an excellent relationship builder you know how to compromise you know how to create a diplomacy you you in, you instinctively know that it is not about being out in front on your own as an island. It is about knowing you can do that, but you can bring that ability to create connection, to create harmony, to create balance with you. So it's not necessarily you have to do it on your own. It's to know that you can do it on your own. But you can also choose to bring in um, your, your ability to create connection to support you with that north and south node is not i leave the whole of the south node behind it's bringing the juiciness of that with you 
to support you in that soul journey as being that pioneer. So it's almost like you can be the pioneer, but you haven't got to do it solely as as the kind of the warrior who goes out there and um, you know just kind of attacks everything. You can be the pioneer that comes with. So I'm seeing the image of a, a corral, um, you know, the, in the Wild West. The pioneers, they did it together. And so there is a sense of a building of a um, connection. You know, you're bringing your ability to build connection and you're taking it with you into that pioneering energy. But opportunity will open up for you in this realm. You just might find the energetic ouchiness comes up first. The reason for that is so that you can collapse that down. You know, I would use energy healing um, and you would use um, hypnotherapy. But this is why there is always the possibility for change because the planets in the heavens, they offer this to us. It's just up to us whether we step into what they're offering. Does that make sense and feel exciting? It really does. It really, really does. And I'm so glad that we're recording today as opposed to like this time last week because something has dropped in and I'm working on something in the background that just you've basically described the feeling and the the vision and the why you just described it. And it's just landed, whereas it, it hadn't even come through this time last week. So I'm really, really excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. You are so knowledgeable and it's just absolutely incredible how how you can look at that chart. I mean, I, I can't show the chart on the podcast, but just Google natal chart. It, it's 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 like a work of art, but you can just look at it and know so much. It's so awe-inspiring to just listen. And I know um, that you've been speaking about me, but I hope the listeners have gained some value in the sense of like... Well, if I, I know if I was listening, I'd want to go and message you and say, hey, can you read my chart? Because it's just amazing. Um, one question before I ask where people can find you. Can you use the natal chart to... Oh, actually, I think you've just answered it, but I'll ask it anyway. Can you use the natal chart to um, forecast like what might come up in somebody's life and business? Absolutely. So um, we can look at things... So there's astrology terms. Um things like progressions, things like transits, things like solar returns, all of these things. We can draw up those kind of charts and we can look at what can be a theme for someone's life. Um, we can look at what could be a theme for the coming year. We can also look at where, um, so for example, uh, Jupiter has been crossing your 10th house. So Jupiter moved into Taurus in May last year, started to move forwards and then went into a retrograde period um, in September. Jupiter's going to move forwards again come the end of December. So this can indicate when Jupiter, so Jupiter's about expansion and growth and, and everyone goes, yes, Jupiter, whoa. Um, but when Jupiter moves retrograde, we have to pull back. So there may have been a little bit of period of time from September where there's been a pulling back in your business. Um, so we can look at that. And if we know that's going to happen, then we can put plans in place. It's like the universe is saying, just hold back a little bit. You know, it's all part of what happens in business, you know, ebbs and flows. But using that time, if we know that's going to happen. We can use that time for, uh, so with Jupiter, it's about, so again, it's your business. It's like, okay, so where, what's my vision? What's my dream for my business? What's my, you know, what's my goal? And you've just spoken about that. And Jupiter's going to move forwards again from the end of uh, December. And so there will then be that 
forward motion. Um, so yeah, we can absolutely look at things that I don't, I personally don't believe that you can predict specifics. So mm. we can, we might say, oh, Uranus is going to cross your uh, descendant. There will be change and opportunity within relationships. And the amount of times I've said that and someone's gone, oh my God, met somebody this year, um, you know, things like that. So we can look at, we can look at a theme, an energetic kind of, um, I personally don't believe that you can be specific as in you will definitely um, meet a, you know, a new man this year. There is the opportunity for that because what comes into play is the humanness of ourselves and what I call free will, which a lot of people do, because our response to a situation determines our reality. Our energy determines, determines what we experience. So we can look at things and say there is a tendency for this, um, but it's your response that creates your reality. Uh, so you might be presented with loads and loads of juicy men, um, yeah. but if you've got a fear of commitment, you're never going to step into that relationship. Exactly. So that's to do the energy work around the fear of commitment and getting hurt because they, they, they could parade them in front of you, but you, you're never going to go, yes, please. Um, because there's a fear of commitment. So we have to work on that first. Does, yeah. that, does that help, my love? Yeah, no, that's so good. So, so good. Thank you so much, Sam. Um, where can people find you? Where can they come work with you? How? Okay. So the easiest way to um, to find me is on Facebook. Um, so I am Samantha Selby on Facebook. Um, I have a, a free Facebook group, um, Astrological Energy Healing for Life and Business. It's a bit of a mouthful. Um, so I do lives in there every week. Um, I run free masterclasses. Uh, we've just had one um, a couple of weeks ago, all about the energy of 2024 and what that's bringing in. So if people would like to take part in that, it's all recorded, so we can send you the links for that. Um, so just reach out for me. I am, I'm a bit of a dinosaur. Facebook is my place. Um, so that's where you'll mostly find me. Um, I do have my website, samanthaselby.com. Um, being completely honest, it's not massively up to date. Um, it's one of those things that's on my to-do list. Um, but the Facebook group is, is the best place because you kind of, you get to interact with me as well. We post things in there. There's, you know, you get to answer questions. You can ask questions and things and we can, we can explore that as well. So, um, yeah. And um, that's that's where I hang out. Brilliant. And so we will. Can we put the direct link to the Facebook group in the show notes? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah put a direct link in there as well. Um, and um, I do have a, a little energy kind of um, an energy kind of TLC thing as well. So um, obviously I combine energy healing with uh, the astrology and how you how you feel on a day to day basis will create your reality. So. There is a, um, a little free thing where you have um, a meditation or a, it's not a meditation. It's really like a, it brings a puzzle spring in your step, a little audio that you listen to in the morning to really align your energy to, to feeling fabulous and a little ritual that you can go through in the evening to shift and clear the energetic debris that we pick up throughout the day. So um, we can pop a link in there as well for that. Love that. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all your wisdom. And yeah, just thank you very much. Pleasure, my love. Absolute pleasure. We will see you all next week. Thanks, guys. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bigger Than You podcast with your host, Jenna Holloway. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review.